This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of the medial approach to the hip from the approaches section on orthobullets.com. So as a quick introduction, let's talk about the indications of the medial approach to the hip. These include open reduction of a congenital hip dislocation, psoas release as this approach gives excellent exposure to the psoas tendon, biopsy and treatment of tumors of the inferior portion of the femoral neck and the medial aspect of the proximal femoral shaft, and obturator neurectomy. Now let's talk about the planes of the medial approach to the hip. So superficially, there is no superficial internervous plane as both the adductor longus and gracilis are innervated by the anterior division of the obturator nerve. Again, there is no superficial internervous plane as both the adductor longus and gracilis are innervated by the anterior division of the obturator nerve. As far as the deep planes, the internervous plane is between the adductor brevis and the adductor magnus. The adductor brevis is supplied by the anterior division of the obturator nerve. The adductor magnus has dual innervation. The adductor portion is supplied by the posterior division of the obturator nerve and the ischial portion by the tibial portion of the sciatic nerve. So again, the deep internervous plane of the medial approach to the hip is between the adductor brevis and the adductor magnus. The adductor brevis is supplied by the anterior division of the obturator nerve and the adductor magnus has dual innervation. The adductor portion is supplied by the posterior division of the obturator nerve and the ischial portion by the tibial portion of the sciatic nerve. In terms of preparation, positioning for the medial approach to the hip is supine with the affected hip in a flexed, abducted, and externally rotated position. Now let's talk about the approach. In terms of the incision, a longitudinal incision is made over the adductor longus. You will begin the incision 3 centimeters below the pubic tubercle. The length of the incision is determined by the amount of femur that needs to be exposed. Moving on to the superficial dissection, you will develop a plane between the gracilis and the adductor longus muscles. As far as the deep dissection, you will develop a plane between the adductor brevis and adductor magnus until you feel the lesser trochanter on the floor of the wound. Here you will protect the posterior division of the obturator nerve. Finally, you will isolate the psoas tendon by placing a narrow retractor above and below the lesser trochanter. Now, let's finish this review session talking about some dangers of the medial approach to the hip. And the structures to be aware of include the medial femoral circumflex artery, the anterior division of the obturator nerve, the posterior division of the obturator nerve, and the deep external pudendal artery. The medial femoral circumflex artery passes around the medial side of the distal portion of the psoas tendon. The medial femoral circumflex artery is at risk in children when releasing the psoas tendon, so you must isolate the psoas tendon and cut under direct vision. The anterior division of the obturator nerve supplies the adductor longus, adductor brevis, and gracilis in the thigh. The posterior division of the obturator nerve lies within the substance of the obturator externus and supplies the adductor portion of the adductor magnus. Finally, the deep external pudendal artery is at risk proximally. This lies anterior to the pectineus near the origin of the adductor longus. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, while performing a medial approach to the hip, the superficial dissection takes place between the gracilis and the adductor longus muscles. The deeper dissection takes place between what two muscles? And the choices are 1, adductor longus and adductor brevis, 2, adductor longus and pectineus, 3, adductor brevis and adductor magnus, 
4. Adductor magnus and semimembranosus, and 5. Pectineus and iliosoas. The correct answer to this question is 3. Adductor brevis and adductor magnus. So the deep dissection in the medial approach to the hip takes place in the interval between the adductor brevis and the adductor magnus, whereas the tissue planes open more easily between the adductor longus and the adductor brevis, that interval takes the surgeon onto the profundus vessels and is more difficult to expose proximally. The longus and pectineus interval is too anterior and also puts the profundus at risk. The pectineus and iliosoas interval is too anterior. The adductor magnus and semimembranosus interval is too posterior. Moving on to the next question. Tenotomy of which muscle performed during the anteromedial approach for surgical reduction of a congenitally dislocated hip places the medial femoral circumflex artery at risk? And the choices are 1. Semimembranosus, 2. Biceps femoris, 3. Iliosoas, 4. Rectus femoris, and 5. Sartorius. The correct answer to this question is 3. Iliosoas. So Weinstein and Ponsetti suggested that the anteromedial approach provides a safe, effective way to reduce a dislocated hip in infancy. The superficial plane is between the gracilis and the adductor longus. The deep plane is between the adductor brevis and adductor magnus. During this approach, the iliosoas tendon can be released, but should be fully exposed above and below the lesser trochanter so as not to injure the medial femoral circumflex artery. Moving on to the final question. Following an uneventful medial approach to the hip, the iliosoas tendon is released. Which of the following neurovascular structures is most at risk during release of the tendon? And the choices are 1. Obturator nerve, 2. Obturator artery, 3. Femoral artery, 4. Medial femoral circumflex artery, and 5. Sciatic nerve. The correct answer to this question is 4. Medial femoral circumflex artery. So the medial approach to the hip gives excellent exposure to the insertion of the psoas tendon on the lesser trochanter. The medial femoral circumflex artery is at risk when performing a psoas release with this approach. The medial approach to the hip involves utilizing the interval between the adductor longus and gracilis, then adductor brevis and magnus in order to arrive at the lesser trochanter, psoas tendon, and hip capsule. The medial femoral circumflex artery branches off the profunda femoris in 85% of patients or femoral artery in 15% and then wraps posterior to the iliosoas tendon before traveling posterior to the femoral neck to supply the femoral head. Gautier et al. found from a cadaveric study on 24 hips that the medial femoral circumflex artery originated from the profunda femoris in 20 out of 24 specimens, while the origin of the medial femoral circumflex artery was the common femoral artery in 4 out of 24 of the specimens. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, the obturator nerve is a more superficial structure. While it's seen during the approach, it is not in the vicinity of the iliosoas tendon. Answer 2, the obturator artery lies within the pelvis. Answer 3, although the femoral artery can be the origin of the medial femoral circumflex artery, it is a more superficial structure and is not exposed during this approach. And finally, answer 4, the sciatic nerve is a posterior structure and not seen in this exposure. That's all for this review about the medial approach to the hip. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community 
for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.